satellite in my eyes like a diamond in the sky how I wonder satellite strong from the moon and the world this is episode 377 for July 2015 and we're going to wrap up our spider satellites uh, two-parter here but before we get to that, I'd like to ask for your support to help us pay the bills and keep the lights on. Uh, log on to our front page at spidermancrawlspace.com. Look for a button on the right-hand side of the website that says support this site via PayPal. And you can help us pay the bandwidth costs and make sure that we put more podcasts out each and every month for you. All right, wrapping up Spider Satellites. All right. Also, I want to welcome Ashley to the show. Welcome, Ashley. Hey, I made it. Literally just ran in the door. There you go. You missed a whole bunch of bad comics. Secret Wars. (laughs) Okay. Secret Wars comics. There you go. I'll live for another day. Uh, Let's see. What else? We've got more Secret Wars to review. Uh, Let's see. Zach, you want to do Spider-Verse? Yeah, I'll do Spider-Verse. Okay. Uh, fun fact about this particular issue of Spider-Verse, I bought this the day that my daughter was born. So, oh, priorities, yeah. dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, actually, no, it was, uh, I'm sorry, it was the day after. It was the day after. I oh, ran, thank I, God. There was, there, was a, there, was a, <laughs> there was a... Honey, I'm going out for some smokes and some kids. I know, I know, just continue your breathing. i got to find out what happens to Spider-Ham. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Push, push, hold on. The, uh, <laughs> this is actually, I actually got the Hastings variant. Now, uh, this goes back to about maybe almost two years ago when Hastings was becoming one of the largest comic retailers in North America. They have their own line of variants. And this particular Hastings I walked into, this was the only Spider-Man book they had on the shelf because they had their own variant. Both Hastings in my market have closed. They closed up here in North Texas, too. Yeah, yeah, it's I, they're still open around here, but they're based out of Amarillo, so they're, they're probably not going to close up here. But yeah, they they went all in on on comic books and geek culture. Well, people so, don't go to the music store to buy music anymore. Yeah, and so the music store got us all. And, and people don't you know buy books anymore either or rent movies. They they watch Netflix and and read books on their Kindle. So mm-hmm. um, so this this looks like the cover connects to Renew Your Vows number one. I guess so. The yeah. I guess so. It's Mike, uh, Mike Mayhew did the artwork on it, so it's nice looking. Uh, he did not, a lot of uh, Vampirella stuff that I liked back in the day. He did the Pulse issues with Spider-Man, and they were gorgeous. Hmm. Uh, all of them were. That's all of them were gorgeous. But uh, all right, so the issue opens. Uh, we were at uh, we were at the cemetery, and the Jackal is digging up once again a grave, and Spider Gwen interrupts the proceedings. And uh, so Spider Gwen's taking on the Jackal. Spider Gwen mm-hmm. is taking on the Jackal. So what is the what does the Spider Gwen version of Jackal look like? Does he have like like a green mohawk? No, no, no. He's he's uh, a like nose ring. Remember, this is Spider Verse. So I'll get to this. The, is the real Jackal. This is the real Jackal. So um, basically, it's the '70s Jackal with a uh, with a '90s style coat. You know, with the uh, with the leather coat and all the patches and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like the Avengers coats. Remember. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So. <laughs> so it's not that green suit where it's like you know it's like it looks like he's naked but doesn't has a, doesn't have a dong. <laughs> yeah. <basically. laughs> yes. It's, it's the green suit without the dong. Yes. Um, so 
Gwen, Gwen pretty much dispatches them in the, in the space of a couple pages, and she uh, looks at the grave of, of which that uh, Jackal was digging up, and of course it was Gwen's grave. So this basically leads you to believe that uh, the incursions have had a profound effect on Miss Spider-Gwen. Is, is she in a 616-like universe? Uh, which leads to our two-page splash that says, Spider-Verse, the multiverse, was destroyed. The heroes of Earth-616 and Earth-1610 were powerless to save it. All that remains is Battle Worlds. All right, so we've already had that explained eloquently by Mr. Mike. We then joined, joined Fancy Dan and uh, the Enforcers. <laughs> as they uh, are at a shipyard. Now, uh, Cap uh, Brian Braddock interrupts interrupts the uh, proceedings. Remember that Brian Braddock is the Captain Br- uh, Spidey U- UK uh, Spider Girl. Um, the six one six joins the fray. Aranya Girl is really who she, <coughs> who she should be referred to as. Then we have this um, Indian looking Peter Parker that has spider sense. Remember uh, Spider Man India? Yep. Yeah. He he joined yeah. he joins the fray. So uh, they have a little heart-to-heart saying um, <clears throat> that uh, you don't belong in this world. So that there's something fishy going on. Needless to say, Gwen decides to Google herself, which was a giant mistake. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it just sounds wrong. <laughs> yeah, Gwen Stacy Googled Gwen Stacy and found out that Gwen Stacy had an unfortunate accident on, on, the, on the George Washington Bridge, or Brooklyn Bridge, depending on who's writing the book. So she's just not finding that out because Peter told her that back in... Uh... Yeah. She knew she she knew that that uh, the real Peter Parker's uh, Gwen had died. Apparently, with um, with the Battle World, everybody got drunk and completely forgot about the event that we just read. <laughs> that, that's based off of because we can't be bothered with continuity from you know six months. Well, ago. technically, in a fancy smancy terms, Doom brainwashed everybody. So so uh, so we had another mind wipe. So we, yeah, pretty much. Did, did, yeah, did, did basically basically <laughs> Doom mind effed everybody. Yes, that's just wrong. You know yeah. what I mean. So, so we have Mayor Osborne, which is a scary. <laughs> yeah, Mayor Norman Osborne. I bet James is pissed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh it, God! Uh, it's like an avalanche of bad comics. Oh, oh yeah, it, it, it gets better. Uh, um, remember, Shailene Woodley was the uh, going to be Mary Jane, right? That uh, <laughs> Spider Gwen's alias is Miss Woodley, so there's a little tongue-in-cheek reference. Oh, I didn't even catch that. Yeah, I didn't even catch that. Yeah, so we go to Ozcorp, because it couldn't be Oscorp. You know, O-S-Corp, it's Oz, like O-Z-Corp, because that's jackassy. Off to find the goblin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're off to find, and he's, oh, he's got a giant spear, like, oh my god, it's like, it's like the Wizard of Oz. Oh my god. Yeah? <laughs> this giant Wizard of Oz sphere. Anyway, uh, so Spider Gwen is... Don't mind the goblin behind the curtain. Spider <laughs> Gwen is going through the research facility and uh, sneaks in and sees that the Sinister Six, again, <laughs> the Sinister Six, that's the name of the different and various Spider-Men that are in this particular universe. Um, again, Spider Gwen plays dumb. There are more of me? Oh, no. <laughs> and then, of course, she gets to one of the rooms and there is Spider-Ham. George already referenced it. He is, he's got all these monitors hooked up, and his spider costume is neatly hung up on on, <laughs> on the little rack there. It had been freshly freshly there, and there dry is more. This past two years has been more naked pig in my comics than I've ever had. <laughs> that that cat is always naked. Yeah, it's awful. I mean, that pig is always naked. <laughs> yeah, and so because uh, naked's so, funny. So, so I guess so, Gwen. <laughs> Gwen is like disconnecting the monitors as uh, 
uh, Spider Hog comes too because she calls him Spider Hog. <laughs> and then uh, Os- <laughs> so Osborne walks in and goes, Miss Stacy, I've been expecting you. I would like to tell you the story about how I defiled you and spawned two twins. You know, and <laughs> let's do that again. I'm sorry. That is not what she said. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's the first thing. Well, I, what was that? I just blacked out for a second. <laughs> you didn't miss a damn word. So, so then we get uh, that, that's the end of the first half of Spider Verse. We have the second half of Spider Verse, but also written by Mike Koska, where essentially I'm, I'm not going to go into explicit detail, but it's cartoonishly drawn that Spider Hog was homeless for a point in time and joined the circus. Yes. Yes. Uh, joins the circus and then is now are you on the, are you on the oh yeah 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 this is the backup of issue one this is the one. backup of issue one yeah he joins Got the it. circus right and so then you get the, the little uh, the last panel of of this particular part <laughs> is Norman Osborn saying where's my he's like where's my next break gonna come from and it's like Norman Osborn being like hey, 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 I must dissect you and eat you nom 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 it's okay anyway um uh-huh. this is a D I mean. <laughs> I mean, the artwork is merely okay. It's not well drawn. Uh, I liked the I, pro. I liked seeing the jackal and Gwen. I see. I like seeing Gwen actually punch jackal in the face because that's always fun. Um, it's always but, fun every time it happens. How many times has that happened before? Uh, well, that would be the second time because uh, the Gwen clone. Actually, the third time because uh, the Gwen clone in the seventies kind of, you know, kind of got handsy with the jackal. Telling, I don't remember telling, that. I don't remember that at all. Uh, well, he she. Uh, She's the one that. Said Do not that. question the cl- the clone expert. She used the one. <laughs> yeah, I forgot who I was talking to. Uh, she's the one that told uh, the then what everybody thought was the original Jackal, but it ended up being a clone. Uh, that uh, uh, look what you've done. What what about your humanity? And that's when uh, Miles, you know, face basically snaps back and cuts off the bomb that's strapped to Ned Leeds, not Gwen Stacy, unlike that. Un, uh, Deadly Foes of Spider-Man one-shot that Slot wrote that somehow Gwen Stacy was strapped to the bomb, not Ned Leeds. Dumbasses. So what you, what you dislike about it? <laughs> um, the artwork wasn't good. I mean, I know they're supposed to be kind of fish out of water, but we've already seen this group of people together at the end of Spider-Verse. So how – and supposedly Spider-Verse was supposed to pick up where Secret Wars leaves off, and, and it just doesn't work. It just, it's not – it just doesn't work. They're trying, yeah. They're trying to create a mystery on how, on why they still can, they still have a believe that this is still like, um, that this is not their world and everything like yeah. this. And, yeah, it's, it's a fault. It, it's, it's, it doesn't work. The book was bad. I agree. I didn't. I mean, it's all. a D, and that, and the, I mean, this whole mystery of oh, why are we all here together? Well, well, dumbass, you had the web of life and the weaver and all that crap, but we just went through this stupid. It'd be different if, if we if we were a year out from Spider Verse, but this was three months ago. Come on, mm-hmm. we get our, we get our first uh, our first uh, crawl or uh, Spidey dude uh, princess. Hey, I hear her in the background. Yeah. yeah, she's kind of she's kind of uh, fussy. So <laughs> she didn't like the book either. She, she gives it an yeah, F. She gives it an F. <laughs> Bad comics make me poop and make me fussy, Daddy. Yeah, exactly. I wipe my butt with this, Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> you say Brad is wrong. Yeah. What? You, it, it's just bad. Aye, aye, aye. Uh, all right. Let's see. I've got two. Um, Secret Wars books myself. Before we wrap up with Ashley, with uh, Spider Gwen and Silk, 
Uh, ultimate end number one. Speaking of ends and wiping. No, just, <laughs> wow. <laughs> no, this one wasn't that bad. Uh, ultimate end written by Brian Michael Bendis, art by Mark Bagley. The plot opens. Strangely, I don't understand what the – what was that? That was Someone ice in my glass. glass. Okay. Oh, okay. I I'm sorry, I've got to make noise. I don't have a, a baby or a soundtrack like Zach does. <laughs> <laughs> i got to do something. Uh, the punish the Punisher is up in a window with a shotgun, and he sees a big two page spread of uh, the six one six universe and the ultimate universe hero is go- on one page and the other page, and they're going to meet in the middle and they're fighting. and And the Punisher talks about how this is the only way it's going to end. And you see his targets on Spider Man's face and stuff like with that. With a shotgun from a window. With a sh- with a shotgun from a window. Typically, yeah. people don't use a sh- uh, shotgun to sniper people. I'm sorry, a uh, a rifle. Okay. Yeah. Well, well, wow, we know we know what uh, Brett. Well, it's yeah. it's not it's not a shotgun. You're, have, if, you, if you're talking about guns, you've rifle. got two Texans on the phone. We're going to be. I apologize for my lack of gun knowledge. <laughs> it's not a shotgun. Wow. This is why. Now, keep in mind, Brad's a member of the media. This is why every time the media sees a gun, it's it, it's a it's a it's an AR-15. <laughs> If somebody's got a shotgun, it's an AR-15. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'll get off my Are soapbox. Are you done belittling me in my profession? No. Okay. I didn't think so. <laughs> anyway, uh, so then uh, after the two-page spread and the insults of Brad, uh, we cut back to previously uh, three weeks ago. Uh, so Peter Parker, 616 Spider-Man. Or is, is he? Because remember, the 616, the real 616 Spider-Man was aboard Reed's life raft. Well, I, that, that's part of the confusion mm-hmm. with this book. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's very confusing. Where does this take place? Yeah. But we see the 616 Spider-Man, and there's a, there's a portal in the sky, and he's swinging around the city, and, and uh, the world's ending, I guess. He's distracted by a sound. The sound effect is faboom. <laughs> Ash, does anybody, Ashley or anybody, what was the sound effect from the last recording? Fababoom. Wababoom. Wobba-boom. So Wobba-boom. this isn't as bad as a wobba-boom. This is a fob-boom. And he says, a fob-boom tonight? And so he goes down and he finds that uh, there's Princess Python in the Serpent Squad, which is a bunch of scantily clad women breaking out of a building with snakes around them. Princess Python is part of the Serpent Society. There you was, go. Uh, what, what, was, uh, was the asp there, too? The asp is another... Uh... I, I don't know. She, she looked pretty cute. Uh, the Serpent Squad, and she go and he says, "What's going on?" And and he goes, "You know, this looks exactly like a dream I had in college, almost exactly, with all these women with snakes around." And, and he starts jumping around. And he goes, "Oh, hold on a second. Good night, Miss Ava." <laughs> so <laughs> we get both daughters making appearances. On there the you show. go. <laughs> so then he j- is jumping on top of the lady. He goes, you know, this is like a dream in college. He goes, you were there, boom. You were there, boom. You were there. Anyway, and he, then, he literally does that. Yeah, he's he's like, you were here. Uh-huh. You were my dream. You were in my dream. You were in my dream. It's kind of it's funny. I liked it. And then all of a sudden, the all new Ultimates show up and just ruin my day. Uh, I miles, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah, the, the all new Ultimates are not uh, do do not have miles in it. Miles is not. With the group, mm-hmm. but consists of Cloak and Dagger, Bombshell, and Black Widow, aka and the female Spider-Man clone. Uh, evidently, there's a portal between worlds, so the six one six and the the Ultimate can mingle a little bit, 
and the Avengers meet up with the Ultimates, and Tony from 616, Tony Stark meets up with drunk Tony from Ultimate Universe, and Spidey's kind of upset that a lot of people know he's Peter Parker, because in the Ultimate Universe, everybody knows Peter Parker was Spider-Man, and he died. And he says to the group, okay, is there anybody that knows who I am? And all the Ultimate people raise their hand. And then the Hulk from the 616 says, and now we know your name too. So everybody in the Avengers know, and 616 and Ultimate Universe knows that Peter Which Parker's Spider-Man. stupid before. <laughs> now, now everybody in the whole freaking universe knows who Peter Parker is. Well, okay. <laughs> okay, did anybody forget that he, you know, revealed his identity to the Avengers? I don't know, ten years ago. Stop it. <laughs> yeah, but he didn't. He didn't. Well, anyway, he got and, Doctor Strange's mind wipe. I know. And then, well, it doesn't appear that he's got a headless mask like in the mind wipe with the Fantastic Four from a while back after Big Brand New Day. Anyway, um, let's see. The group then says they should work together to fix this problem, which is the worlds colliding, etc. That it ends there. Uh, Spider Pro Spider Man's to star. I enjoyed the funny dialogue. Uh, I thought Bendis wrote right six one six. I like the way Bendis's voice of Spider Man is. I always have. Uh, Khan, who the hell is who? I'm confused. Which when you have Tony Stark from the Ultimate Universe talking to the six one six universe, they look pretty damn similar. I'm not. It's really hard to keep track. Who's who? Well, there's actually an easy way, because if you notice, the <laughs> word balloons uh, for the 616 characters are in all caps, while the ultimate... Well, yeah, they're, in all ca- they're all in all caps, while the, fa- the font um, of the ultimate characters, they're all in like regular uh, lowercase stuff. Oh, I didn't notice that. Yeah, that's how you can picture. differentiate between the two. Yep. Get with the picture, Douglas. Come on. Yep. Where was that ever explained to look for? Did I have to read a Twitter account? Hey, no, uh, it's just a su- it's just some subtle that thing. Is subtle. It's a subtle little East little pick thing. It, uh, ha- it's, it yeah, happened it, in uh, Spider uh, Spider Men. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah, could always also, tell when you were in six one six when with the uh, with the dialogue. So boxes. so the Ultimate Universe is always yelling, <laughs> and six one six is up for lowercase. I get it. No other way around. There. Other way around. <laughs> Upper caps. Oh, screw it. B minus. That's what I give. <laughs> That's what I give it. Anybody else read this one? Um, yeah, I did. I thought it was. I actually thought I was kind of lost in this one because mainly because it's another one of these things. Okay, primarily before it because it came be, came out before Secret Wars three. You're like, okay, who's who's the real six one six? Are these any of them the real six one six characters? Are any of them the real Ultimate characters? Because because the way it's structured, it feels like there's gaps in their me- again gaps in their memory that there are certain things that they because Iron Man the the um, the six one six Iron Man he's in his uh, bleeding edge armor suit instead of the superior's Iron Man suit yeah. and so there's other things referenced here that seems like okay there's certain things like there there doesn't seem to be any reference to anything about the uh, cataclysm at all or anything like that so it's it's so there's something going on with this particular portion of Battleworld here. But another pro is I, I love Mark Bagley's art mm-hmm. and I like teamed up with Bendis. So that that was a pro out of yeah. Uh, Secret Wars twenty nine nine number one written by Peter David and art by Will Sliney. Starts off in Nueva, New York, uh, the year twenty ninety nine, and you have an Avengers team, and they page. Black Widow uh, to help them out fight 
the a uh, group called the the Chain Gang, and there's some. That's the sound of the man working on the chain. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the uh, the 299 Avengers consist of uh, Iron Man, uh, Hercules, uh, who looks exactly like he does in the 616 universe. Uh, you have a female Captain America, and you have uh, Hawkeye. No, that's not Hawkeye. That is. Yeah, I uh, think it is. It's supposed to be. Is it? Is it supposed to be Hawkeye or is it Falcon? No, that's supposed to be Hawkeye, I think. Okay. I think because I think it was explained that he was uh, this this Hawkeye has gone through some whatever mutation yeah, stuff. Uh, anyway, the Chain Gang and, and the Avengers fight a bit and they try to stop them. It's pretty much half the comic is the battle. Uh, it's it's good dialogue. I, it's p- typical Peter David dialogue. It's got humor. Uh, it moves at a quick pace. Uh, you see that Captain America has uh, looks like falcon wings when she's dropped from a high uh, uh, distance. Uh, then you cut to, uh, let's see, the fight pretty much is over. They uh, get the chain gang, and Hercules hits on a damsel in distress. He gets smacked, uh, he's, and Captain, female Captain America doesn't like that, says, back off, and says, you dare! And and she goes, I'll dare a lot more than that. Now apologize to that woman. For what? For gifting her with the romantic attentions of the son of Zeus? Anyway, um, so he walks off. So then cut to Captain America going to the Alchemex uh, headquarters. And uh, they you hear see the thought balloon, have you recovered all the gems? Yes, Mr. Stone. Mr. Stone, really, Cap, after all this time? Why do you have to do that? Just call me Miguel. And so you see that Miguel O'Hara is in, in charge of Malcolm X, a.k.a. Spider-Man. And then you uh, realize that once the female Captain America takes off her mask, she's kind of in a, she's kind of, uh, I don't know, in a, in a trance or something. Mm-hmm. That uh, she's, uh, it, it takes her a little bit of a transition mode, it says, to get her back to uh, her normal life which is in the Alchemex Genetic Division. And you learn that uh, the female Captain America has a husband and a daughter, and the husband's a writer, etc. And, and she really doesn't realize she's Captain America. Cut to Hercules. Uh, Captain America was worried why Hercules is always drunk all the time and, and uh, hitting on women. Obviously, she's never read a Hercules comic or seen his... Uh, <laughs> His Kevin Sorbo starring role. Uh, <laughs> but uh, Miguel goes down and says, hey, Herc, what's up, dude? What, what, he, and, and Herc says, uh, I'm, I'm sad. It's the anniversary of uh, I killed my wife and our three children. I was uh, mad from Hera. And uh, Miguel says, uh, okay, I understand. So he starts drinking with Hercules. And that's a bad deal, because Hercules could probably drink under the table, I would imagine. So then you cut to the Iron Man armor, and uh, out pops a dude. I have no idea who he is. Sonny Frisco. <laughs> Didn't he, who's Sonny Frisco? Does anybody know who Sonny Frisco is? I have sounds no like idea. a new guy. Yeah, Sonny Frisco. All right, sounds like a detective in the 70s or something like that. <laughs> New on NBC, Sonny Frisco. He's solving crimes. Sonny Frisco. Sonny yeah. Frisco. And you see, uh, there's a there's a gal uh, laying in a big pool of water, and he goes, uh, "Well, what's our next job, Vision?" And so this chick is the Vision, evidently. So basically, it's Minority Report. 
Possible. Yeah, I guess so. I forgot about that minority report. So Sonny Frisco says, uh, we got some enemies, and yes, the enemies are coming. What are their names, Sonny Frisco says. Their names are the Defenders. Uh, so, um, pro, obviously, Peter David. Good. I like the writing. I like the writing style. I like the voices of the character. Uh, he's in a, in a short amount of time, he made me interested in a female Captain America and the plight of Hercules, uh, and one made me wonder what Miguel is doing. Uh, I really don't really care about Sonny Frisco at all, or the vision. Uh, that's my con. Uh, I'm going to give this one a B-. Uh, I want more <coughs> Spider-Man 2099 in my 2099 comic. Uh, I want... Uh, I don't know. It, 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 he's got four issues to set it up. I I, I, I don't think it warrants a ongoing series. But uh, the issue number two that's coming out looks like it's got Hulk 2099, which last I remember he died. But it's comics. Uh, it's comics, yeah. And plus it's an alternate reality, and, and the whole universe knows who Peter Parker is. <laughs> so that is my last one. Ashley, hey. your turn. You, what do you want to do? You want to do Silk or you want to do Spider-Gwen first? What do you want to do? Oh, man. Uh, I've got Spider-Gwen up here, so I'll, I'll start with All her. Right. we got three issues, right? Oh, yeah. I think this is the most reviews I've ever had to do at once. So you've got six. You've got six of them. All right. You got you got five minutes to do six issues. So go. All right, Spider yeah. Gwen number two. Take me through that, Ashley. Okay. Um, I guess I'll just I'll start over. I don't know where it, it cut off. <laughs> okay. Well, anyway. It's okay because Brad's going to quote unquote edit it later. <laughs> we'll see about that. Uh- Hopefully all insults aimed at Brad from George, which will leave us a two-minute recording. Okay. <laughs> okay. So we pick up right where we left off with uh, Spider-Gwen number one, where she's just fallen, plummeting from the sky after uh, she can no longer hold on to the vulture after their little uh, shindig. She drops onto a barge where she's coming to and uh, apparently is greeted by her favorite old sidekick, uh, Peter Porker, the but Sporktacular spider ham, man. They they've really screwed that up. I thought it was just spectacular. Anyways, she's uh she's coming to. She starts freaking out because she realizes that um as she's you know remembering everything, she's lost her phone, which has a lot of uh important information related to uh, her history as Spider Woman, just like her search history. It can uh, and she's worried it'll lead back to her her father, which uh, fortunately he's back at the scene of the crime and has just managed to pick up. Her phone and her other belongings, just in the nick of time, as they're uh, as the the cops are coming in and investigating. So he manages to just say, you know, I'll take this home and you know take give it to my daughter, and it doesn't get taken in as evidence. And right. uh, but he has to get going because he's got a Frank Castle, the Punisher, is questioning the good uh, kingpin, shaking him down. So we don't stay with him for too long, and we're back with Gwen as she's. Waking up again at her uh, her bandmate's apartment, which is an utter mess. Goodness, it's, it's very chaotic. Um, and they start giving her crap. Um, MJ especially saying that, oh, you know, she's got all these big problems, and you know, she's gonna, she's making it all about her and just band drama. I'm not really into it. So they fight. She ends up just walking out. Well, uh. Her her delusion uh, gives her her feedback and support from the sidelines. So she walks out, heads back to get back out there, 
And we get to see the interrogation that uh, Frank Castle's having with the Kingpin, where he's asking, you know, if he has anything to do with Spider Woman and her recent uh, her reign of terror, as it's being spun. Mm-hmm. To which he uh, he of course denies, and uh, it's actually revealed that his his lawyer, who ends the interrogation quite promptly, is Matt Murdock, the Spider Gwen universe's Matt Murdock which is an interesting little twist. And he's in the middle of it interrogating the vulture and uh, doing some classic uh, intimidation, thugging him up, making sure that, you know, Spider-Gwen or Spider-Woman belongs to Kingpin. You know, her her life is his to take. So, you know, you better not screw this up because you don't want to take things away from the Kingpin. So we go back to Spider-Gwen. She's uh, reflecting on, you know, how she's running away, what is it she's trying to do, just where, what exactly, you know, how exactly does she fit into this world of hers? And, uh, which she, uh, which culminates in her, you know, running into her dad as he's coming back home and, uh, and coming out to her. Uh, yeah. It, I can't, I'm fuzzy on, on one. Is this him finding out that she's Spider-Woman? Did he know before? Yeah, I think because there was that. Um, I think there was a, one of those uh, Edge of Spider Verse issues, which was the first one that number right. two. Right. Yeah, showed. that's where he found out. Yeah, okay. it's coming back to me now. Okay. But yeah, so she she reunites with him, and she's ready to to talk business. She's got the suit on, the hood up, and uh, she's hanging on the wall. So she's all Spider Womaned up, and they're about to have a serious talk, to which will be continued in Spider Gwen number three. So um. There you go. Yeah. What's your pros pros and cons and grade? Um, pros I like the art as usual. It's it's gotten away from some of the the funkiness and the first one was a little too overpowering. It's starting to grow on me. I like the um I like how dynamic it is. It's always just really fun to see the, the action drawn out here. Yeah. Um I do I like seeing how she's just kind of you know, just wandering through the pages here. She doesn't really have much purpose. You can kind of feel she's not she's not altogether there. She's not committed. She, you know, doesn't have much of a purpose. And I think that shows not only in um, you know, her dialogue, but just her interactions with others, you know, her her actions taken in this comic. Uh right. cons, I'm I'm not feeling the band drama. It's like I know it's like Freaky Friday or something. It's it's like I don't know. It's very teeny, teenagey, I guess. Yeah, this is direct. They made this directly for you. Realize like well, it's supposed to be angsty. You know, they are targeting you directly. Saying they're targeting me is saying that Peter Parker is representative of the young people of his generation. This is what they think you want to see. (laughs) <laughs> this is what this is what middle-aged 40 year 40ish men, men in their 40s think that young female readers want to read. Honestly, I just want to see more amazingly designed costumes. That's I think that's <laughs> like the majority of the draw to Spider Gwen. She has an amazing costume. Oh yeah, she does. Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's it, doesn't, like, it doesn't justify the character's existence. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so what's your grade on number two, Ashley? Two was a C plus. There's not much going so, on. A lot of just pointless drama that's not really involved with Gwen in any way. I guess it's more of a kind of a setup and filler issue. It doesn't really 
Okay. I have much of a place. Number three. Number three. All right, going back. So she has just confronted her dad. They're on their way home to have a nice family discussion. He's concerned. Oh, you know, someone would have followed you home. You know, you need to be more careful. And she says, you know, you've been teaching me how to look after myself since I was eight. I know how to do this. And But apparently they haven't gotten to the, uh, the, the lesson on gun safety because he just promptly takes his gun out of his um, – his jacket here and throws it onto the <laughs> table about two feet. A cop, a cop does it? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. So we're having um, some some inconsistencies there. But we'll Just put this anywhere, yeah. <laughs> get into what's actually happened instead of my nitpicking about their, uh, yeah. their, their gun safety here. Good thing I didn't buy this gun off of some... Uh, backhand dealer, back 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 alley dealer. Then I guess, geez. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, um, he and Gwen have a heart to heart about you know how she doesn't she doesn't have to do this. You know she's she's got a, a life to live. This isn't she hasn't had to get caught up in someone else's problems, but she's still traumatized by uh, having her you know close friend die in her arms and say, "I just want it to be like you." And she says, you know, there's, you know, there's nothing, nothing can be the same anymore. I'm not, I can't just be Gwen Stacy. You know, I'm, I'm different now. And they're, you know, they're about to kind of reconcile here. But suddenly the vulture is back again to attack, to uh, follow up on, uh, on the kingpin's threat. And the last time they were being, uh, he was being thugged up. So, and literally, I think one of the fastest transformations we ever see in two panels. She's gone from, from, you know, lying on the floor in her hoodie and pants to fully dressed up in, you know, spandex bodysuit on her feet using a, a bowling pin and a trophy as nunchucks. Cause <laughs> <laughs> comics. I don't know. I don't know if there's if she's like it shows that she's spinning them around as nunchucks, but I only ever see one of each item. So I don't know. If she's just she should have traveled back in time and got that uh, salt and pepper shaker from Aunt May and J- uh, Jameson. Yeah, that's exactly. She should have gone straight for the dining room table. That's where everyone exactly. their prized art <laughs> and with and uh, weapons. With a show nuff and a wata, she gives uh, <laughs> she gives Tombs a good old one too. Show enough, watoom. And then where Tomb says it's like you have no idea what's going on here. The kingpin wants your head, which apparently Gwen interprets as Tombs is looking for online dating, which <laughs> like that that was a failed uh oh. Oh, double entendre there, I guess. Not, not double entendre. It's, uh, God, what is it? What is it? Spider Man does all the time. It's the, the the crat talking and the the, the banter, quippage? the quippage. Yeah, that was a quippage, failed quippage. Yeah. Failed quip right there. But he releases some kind of gas that uh, that interferes with her her vision and causes her to you know her vision to go blurry or she, you know she gets kind of kind of woozy. But uh, he's. He's about to to lay the final blow on her while she's while she's struck down, but uh, cop dad comes up, takes that gun, shoots him in the shoulder, and chases him out. Gwen immediately pursues him after uh, webbing her father's feet to the floor, 
make sure he can't follow her. And she's out in the street. She, you know, she pretty quickly uh, dispatches Vulture with just one hit, which is an awesome, awesome panel right here. I love just how her arm stretched out. It's uh, really dynamic. But in the midst of all the fog and chaos, we have uh, Frank Castle comes up, armed to the teeth, ready to uh, to take justice into his own hands. And he says he doesn't need backup. He's he's taking this all on his own. And she just she's had enough. She she beats him down. She beats him to a pulp. But he uh, he manages beats Frank Castle. Yeah. Oh wow. She's ready to. Okay. You no, know, she 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 wails into you know, like she lays into him pretty good. He yeah. manages to get up, tase her, and stun her enough to get back to his feet and take off her mask, revealing that she's just a girl. Which ooh, girl power. You know, she <laughs> doesn't appreciate that. And then I guess that is her, uh, oh, and that, that spells the end for Frank Castle. He, uh, that was her, oh, it was, you know, like in Space Jam calling Lola doll. That was, that's, that triggered her. <laughs> and, uh, very, very nice reference there. <laughs> that's, that's brought in Space Jam into it, okay. <laughs> But she takes care of him, throws him onto the hood of a cop car, and escapes the scene of the crime, where she uh, heads back to the main source of her uh, her current woes, which is uh, Peter Parker's previous bedroom. Okay. And she's left there to contemplate her uh, her place in the world. All right, pro and con grade. Pro, I really liked. Um, the connection to her origin story here and kind of the, the ramifications we see and just how much it has shaped her and kind of warped her in the, um, in the months uh, since then. And there's just, you can see that she's, she's almost traumatized. She's, you know, she's been through so much with that, just emotionally with how much she blames herself and, uh, you know, how much she considers, you know, it to, it's not like she considers it to be her fault, but she, she bears that responsibility and just to see how much that – to see this the weight that has on her. Um, mm-hmm. I really like the, you know, the conversations she has with her dad and also just a lot of this. I think this one managed to stay almost exclusively focused on her. So there, there weren't any interruptions. You know, we just got to feel the full, um, the full effect of what she's going through. Right. Cons um, – I couldn't think of any in particular, aside from my tiny little nitpicks. I guess uh, Frank Castle coming up in this is, oh, it feels like, I I almost want to say it's coming up out of nowhere, but I guess they've they've set it up all right with the past one. It just feels a little... With Frank Frank suddenly appearing or whatever. Yeah, with him being like her her nemesis. Like, he is like really ready to to beat on this girl. And I guess there hasn't, I haven't seen enough justification for that. that. Like, where's this coming from? It's more just like, uh, it it seems more like, you know, what would be cool? Like, oh, let's pair them, like, you know, Spider-Woman versus Punisher. That would be a good pairing. Like a good, um, a good fight to start this out with. Right. What would your grade be for? Overall, a solid B. Okay. So it's getting better. Mm -hmm. 
And we've got one last issue of Spider-Gwen. Right. And if I go a little slower this one, I do apologize. I'm reading it from my computer, not from last okay. issue right in front of me. So I'm a little limited there. But we open up with, um, we finally get to see the identity of the, the, the taggers who have been going around vandalizing the city with her, um, with her image, asking who's responsible for various, um, you know, various uh, injustices or whatever. But she comes up upon them wanting to check and see, you know, saying, you know, they're stupid kids. I just want to make sure you don't get hurt. They think that she's in league with the cops, that she's going to arrest them for, uh, you know, for vandalizing the city. And she gets into a, an argument with them, saying, you know, how could, why would I be in league with the cops when, you know, I'm wanted by the police and they're against me. They think I'm a killer. And we get this hilarious moment where they accuse her of, uh, being like in bed with her own father because he's uh because yeah, she's, they, they, she's been seen uh saving him specifically, um, specifically saving a cop so she's either undercover or she's in bed with him which she throws up in her mask a little yeah and, so did the readers <laughs> yes we oh, all come on that Brett, that's edgy or something <laughs> i'm good somebody's drunk at work <laughs> And that, that sets her off, and she goes off and just like, stupid effing kids, you know. But they she, you know, they talk it out, and, you know, they're just... I lost my page. You know, they're just trying to, to protest, you know, the you know, stand up for their home and protest how it's been, you know, the buildings have been, t- been taken down, their homes are being taken away from them. So she, she softens up on them and leaves without a, you know, just leaves with the warning. But she goes on to confront her own demons at the Parker's house, where it looks like she and her father have been staying after uh, after the vulture ransacked it in the previous issue. And she's caught, she's unable to just sneak back in. She's caught by Ben Parker, who she looks like she calls him her Uncle Ben as well. They were very close, um... You know, their families were close enough for that. This Ben Parker looks a little more muscular. Right? Have you noticed that? He's like, yeah. he's like Farmer Ben. Yeah. Got, you know, the collar <laughs> shirt. And, yeah. yeah. I'm, he's not in his late 70s or early 80s, and it doesn't look like. I don't know. But they talk, and he's got an adorable little Winnie the Pooh coffee cup for her that's edited, that's written over in Sharpie to say Gwynny the Pooh, which I thought was a really adorable touch. <laughs> and he yeah. goes up to uh, to go get Aunt May so they can all see her, because it's been a while since they've had uh, been able to, to share a moment like this. So she starts going through um, a scrapbook that was left out, which is actually uh, Aunt May's collection of um, articles featuring Spider-Woman, where she's inundated suddenly with all of these accusations of her you know her being a killer you know the the you know crazy masked menace who killed peter parker and she's you know the killer on the loose you know they're going to bring spider woman to justice and so she's just this is almost too much for her to handle and she almost leaves when aunt may comes down because she can't she can't handle the guilt but aunt may forces her to stay and talks her down says you know just just get through this you know, we can do this together. Yeah. And she she explains just why it is she's collecting these, and it's revealed that 
you know, Peter Parker was a huge fan of Spider Woman that he he wanted to be just like her. Oh he my has God. a little <laughs> Peter Parker the oh. fanboy, right? Jeez. It's irony, don't you know? Ah. <laughs> but she explains that um this is kind of her way of of channeling her own grief by continuing their How do project. I channel my grief? <laughs> um <laughs> You can start cutting your comics up into little pieces and put them into scrapbooks. He's already mailed them to the editor, so... <laughs> Actually, I'd never heard that story. Oh, you have? Yeah. No, there was... Okay, so one time after after Joe Quesada wrecked the marriage and mm-hmm. pissed off the world, um, they did a comic called Amazing Spider-Man Family, which had stories about Peter and Mary Jane still married, like it was sort of a pocket kind of thing, you know? But in the comic, they also had several pages of brand new verse. That's what we called the period immediately following um, One More Day. Oh, yeah, uh, this story. <laughs> it had several pages of a brand new verse story. Uh, and so I said the issue is otherwise good. It was the first review I think I did for uh, for the crawl space, or, or one of the – if not the first or second. And, uh, and I said, unfortunately, there was a printing error. And uh, and there was several pages of this tainted brand new verse crap in my comic, <laughs> which I didn't want to buy. I, you know, I'm not. Did you mail it to Steve Wackers? So I, I, yes. I, 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 yeah. The, yeah, the editor uh, at the time was a guy named Steve Wacker. You, you've heard us talk about him before, actually. Um, probably. So I carefully opened the staples up and removed the offensive pages. Uh, <laughs> I wrote it, and, and then I folded them very carefully, and I wrote it. I actually had pictures of this on the site at one point before yeah, image check went tits up. That's <laughs> <laughs> probably not it. Right I'm sorry. <laughs> Ashley, forgive me for saying What have you done, George? You were here oh earlier, and Jack said something worse. So, oh, my God. Yeah, I'm so sorry yeah, about that. So anyway, so I, I folded these pages up. And I wrote a nice letter out, and I said, "Dear Steve Wacker, you know, I'm no, of course I'm no longer reading uh, Amazing Spider-Man, but you know, every now and then I like to find things that aren't tainted with this brand new verse crap." And I didn't say actually say that, but I, you know, I said, "But uh, this issue had a printing error in it, and I'm, I'm I've removed the uh, the pages in error, and I'm I'm sending them to you so that this doesn't ever happen again, so that you guys can nip it in the bud for next time." <laughs> And and then years later, uh, like two, three years later, Wacker actually referenced that in one of the 14 trillion fights we had with him on the front page. <laughs> and actually said – accused me of tearing it up and and, and mailing it, you know, like, like I ripped it up. And I was like, no, oh no, no. I, I, I had the pictures to prove it. This was not ripped up. This was – Surgically removed from the issue. How so dare you, you rip up your own property? So that you could see the printing error. So uh, anyway, I'm sorry. I don't mean to, I didn't mean to interrupt your flow. You know, I know you had a thing going. I was just I needed to interject on that. So you you just want to say been there, done that? Yes. <laughs> it was cathartic. Right. It, it actually made, it felt better. Oh, I feel like we all got a little closer there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't mean to be snarky. Nice. Sometimes. But so um getting back to Spider Gwen. She um oh, what? Yeah, so Amy was going through explaining her little her her reasoning for keeping this scrapbook and we get the 
the interesting little um this interesting character you know characterization of Peter in this universe where he he they pretty much call him like almost delusional like he's living inside of his own fantasy and living inside his head and Aunt May actually said you know he just wasn't well and he hadn't been for a long time so that's kind of a a very different weird take on him and kind of well, gives a darker turn he was a young man idolizing a, a female hero mm-hmm I'm just going to put it out there. Maybe he was he was of an alternative preference. <laughs> well, you got to remember too is this this version of Peter turned himself into the lizard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Oh, I, I had forgetting that. the yeah. Yeah, that was in the Edge of Spider Verse thing. So that's mm-hmm. it. Just keeps getting worse. <laughs> that's kind of how he died in this in this in this universe. It's because so it's like Brad, this is kind Brad's of telling us to speed up right now. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I both no. done. Okay, <laughs> but um, we can That's kind of our our Peter's origin story, at least as much as we're going to get on it. Mm-hmm. But um, we're going to find out later that Peter slept with Norman. <laughs> <laughs> well done to bring it back around. Despite oh my Norman. god, that was epic. Jr. his goddamn mind. <laughs> Peter slept with Norman in this universe. I, I, I just blacked out again for a second. <laughs> you know it's coming. <laughs> oh, my you know gosh. That, they're going to so do it just to sell, just to sell books. <laughs> Is this, are we saying, you know, he's secretly been alive this whole time? Or did he sleep with him when he was a teenage boy? <laughs> oh, oh my God. I read that issue. It was with Power Pack, wasn't it? It just keeps Damn. getting worse. <laughs> it was the sexual abuse Spider-Man special. Oh, God, that. I've seen that. Oh. With the Power Pack. Remember? Yeah, well, yeah. what was the character's the name beach. in that Skip? Where they it looked, yeah, Skip looked like Uncle Ben. Well, hey, we're due for a reboot any day now, aren't we? Yeah. Oh, what happened to Skip? <laughs> okay. yeah. he, got destroyed with, he got destroyed in the final incursion. Hopefully he did time and became Tombstone's bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do pro and con, Ash. What have we got? I, I don't even look at him and say, you're soft and all oh, right. Oh, I'm so sorry. Okay, well, <laughs> essentially, um, Aunt May gets to the point and says, you know, after collecting all of these newspaper clippings, I think Spider-Woman's not the bad guy. She's just trying to, you know, she's trying to, to, to make up for this and to set things right. And, you know, she's, you know, she's the hero that, you know, she actually is. And so... Gwen feels inspired enough to go back to her her band's performance where they confront her with angry eyes and bitchiness and tell her to just drum it out. How sexist. <laughs> oh, oh no. Why can't and we just say they're empowered? Why do you have to be such a chauvinist, Ashley? Their, their hit song, You Gotta Face It, Tiger. Face it. I... It... it Face it, Tiger. They're Face writing it, Tiger. this specifically for you. They think this is what you want to read. I don't. I don't like the band crap. I'm sorry. <laughs> and then we we flash quickly to uh, back to the the precinct where Castles come in just completely beat up and tells everyone to get back to work. And you know he's we know that he's uh he's not gonna let this uh you know rest. He's gonna go. Yeah. Okay. 
I think it ends there, doesn't it? That's the end, yeah. I was just okay. trying to figure wow. out what it said at the bottom of the page. Next, wow. <laughs> the, the so, French. So what did you like about it? This one, I um, I liked seeing the relationship that Gwen had with Ben and May. It was really sweet, and it definitely helped kind of rub that in, like, oh, they're such a happy family, and but... Now they're, you know, their their boy's been taken away from them. Look at that, you know, don't you, you know, that's your fault. So she gets to, to wallow in that agony, which is uh, set up for her. I think um, as far as her, her reconciliation with Aunt May was a little cliche. Just that, oh, you know, I was I was angry at first, but then I, I followed it, and I, I feel like I know the truth now. I feel like I've seen that done before several times, so that wasn't. It, it, quite as special as it could have been. Yeah. What was your grade? What do you think? I think my overall grade was a B plus. Okay. Well, I the lowest one was the second issue, wasn't it? Wasn't that a C or something? Yeah, the second one. I just yeah. like I said, I think it was just more of a um, a filler issue. Yeah. That's bad for the it second issue to be I filler. <laughs> it was just it, it was too aimless. There wasn't really much going on. Yeah. It didn't know what to do with itself. Let's uh, take a break of the Spider Women, and we're gonna. Zach's got one issue left. Uh, all new, all different, all special, all seeing, all knowing, all knowing, all free, all new Avengers, the all new free comic oh, book day, free comic book day. The free comic book day uh, issue is written by Mark Dick Move Wade, and if you don't know what the <laughs> Dick Move Wade is all about. Go to episode 160 of this very podcast. We should, and, oh, call him, we should just call him Dick Move. Yeah, Dick, Dick <laughs> Move from now on. He'll be forever known as Dick Move. And you'll hear the dramatic reading of the of the epic pissing match between between Mark Wade and JMS himself. So That that was a funny reading. I remember yeah, that. That was yeah, funny. I, I, I got to play the role of Dick Move Wade. So, uh, you know, <laughs> I always get excited for these comics. And I, I recommend uh, uh, Mark Dick Move Wade's uh, Daredevil is really good. Yes, it is. Very good. I will never read anything that man wrote again. I'm not. <laughs> All right. Wasn't he the one All who right. had uh, Aunt May riding Jay? No, that was uh, oh, Wade. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. I'm done with Wade. I used to like Wade a lot. I've, I've got a, a copy of Kingdom Come autographed by Wade. I'm done with Wade. Wade also has insulted the crawl space. He said it's like a he he quoted like a Moz Eisley's like it's evil place or when something. When did he do like that? that? He did that a while back. On uh, while back. on CBR, I think. Oh yes, really? So yeah. He compared this yeah, to he Moz did. Eisley Cantina. He said we're an awful place, but I've never seen him actually on the site. So oh okay. Why was he talking uh, about us on CBR? Somebody brought crawl space up and be like, "Oh yeah, that place is like a, it's like a cesspool of evil." Yeah, that's a cesspool of evil or something yeah, like that. Like I some, some that. Wow. It was, I don't, I don't even remember. It was that. very insulting. So what wow. you gonna well, do? So. Dick, dick move, Mark. Dick move, <laughs> Wade. Dick move. Dick <laughs> dick <laughs> Go ahead. All right. So uh, take me. Uh, Miles is on this new Avengers team, evidently in six one six. Yeah. Spoiler alert: Miles doesn't die. Uh, we don't know if it's the new six one six. It's the new. Uh, it's the new Mew, as I think is the. Uh, yeah, Miles, the new Mew. Miles. From here on out, is death proof. Yeah. <laughs> Miles is just death yeah. proof. In the Marvel. He's universe. Teflon. Miles kill him off. Yeah, this They're is never, supposed to be the new Mew. We are stuck yeah, with him forever, the, like herpes. <laughs> <laughs> Listen here, Derek Jeter. Oh, All right. Wow. Okay. <laughs> he, the fact that you even know Derek Jeter's name kind of 
you know. Well, he went out with Jessica Alba. So Have that, you uh, ever yeah. seen the, the Derek Jeter's herpes tree? Yeah. Oh, Lord. Wow. Yes, you have. You've shown your Google image. Take me there, Zach. Give right. me a plot. This is a special peek into the future of the new Marvel Universe. We open with we open with the new Ms. Marvel saying, Avengers Assemble! And Miles is like, are we allowed to say that yet? So, uh, Nova, Spidey, me, Ms. Marvel. The first day is Avengers. Ten minutes later... No one over 20! <laughs> no, no, you've it's got... It's like It's superhero Menudo. <laughs> you've got, uh, you've got uh, Cap, uh, Captain America... Uh, Cap... Uh, Cap... Uh, Cap Falcon? Cap. And you've got the limbless Tony Stark or something like that. We don't know if he has all his limbs after this uh, with the new armor. It was just a torso <laughs> floating, an armored torso <laughs> floating around. What, did he throw himself around like a bullet? I don't know. So, 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 supposedly, <laughs> he doesn't come out completely unscathed from Secret Wars. So Tony, what are you going to do? I'm going to go into a barrel roll because it's all I can do. <laughs> I can't, I can't uh, drink vodka with them. Yeah. Okay, so I I'll, I'll do anything but play tennis. Okay, so I'll, <laughs> oh I'll give the lineup. It's going to be Iron Man, Tony Stark, uh, Cap or uh, Foul Cap, Ms. Marvel, uh, She Thor, Vision, <laughs> She Thor, <laughs> Miles, uh, Jackassy Nova because because oh yeah the, because, the young uh, kid Nova because apparently I think uh, Jeff Loeb like owes somebody still owes Jeff Loeb money. Um... <laughs> So that's that's the lineup. Ten minutes after they become they yell Avengers Assemble, uh, the young kids are like, um, I don't know what I did wrong. And Falcap comes down. He's like, I gave you one order, dumbasses. And so uh, we flash back to the ten, the ten minutes before. So there's like a there's like a ten minute loop thing going on. Manhattan's uh, Federal Reserve Bank. This giant dragon, and I kid you not, it's a giant Green Lantern style dragon. It's attacking New York. Wait a minute, and, is it Fing Fing Foom? It's not Fing Fang Foom. I would, yeah, it, you know, it's like a. Why well, have a giant green dragon if you can't have Fing Fang Foom? It's a lost uh, opportunity. Yeah, I mean, there's no wings. It, it looks like a standard dragon. Uh, yeah, I, I agree with you, George. It could, it, this probably would have been better if it was Fing Fang Foom. Nah. But the Avengers uh, get into the fray, and uh, Falcon and, and Tony and, and everybody are trying to protect the civilians. And meanwhile, Ms. Marvel, Nova, and Miles all break off. And they find a bunch of people dead. And Miles, for some reason, decides to go invisible for absolutely no reason. She, th uh, she Thor, and Vision, I forgot to mention the Visions in this team, too, uh, are trying to uh, disable the giant dragon, unsuccessfully, I might add. And uh, Ms. Marvel's kind of like, bodies everywhere, we're the Avengers, we should have stopped it. And then, of, of course, Radioactive Man shows up. So, Radioactive Man is like, the collapse of the Western economy? Oh, yes. Because I remember I'm Chinese and I want to destroy the Western civilization. Ha ha ha! All right, so uh, I think this is a new costume for uh, Radioactive Man. But Radioactive Man pretty much just beats the crap out of. Him. He's just a big green guy, isn't he? Yeah, big. That's not as in shape as the Hulk. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> needless to say, uh, <laughs> needless to say that somehow the dragon finally gets defeated by Sheathor throwing Mjolnir at her at him enough times. The rest of the Avengers show back up, and uh, Falcon's like, I gave you one order, and you still suck. And, because uh, we're now in the present day, quote-unquote. Um, apparently it was a test that uh, Falcon was trying to give to the Avengers, and, uh, you know, 
uh, Tony's kind of giving a brief history of like, uh, uh, you know, about we chose the name Avengers, who stuck around for about a month, <laughs> and then you had the Defenders or some such. It's like okay, whatever. Anyway, it's some some talky talky talky, and uh, then for some reason. <laughs> For some reason, the... Uh, blah, 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 a lot of explanation about the story and what's going on with the <laughs> uh, that I didn't read because nobody was getting punched. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, I mean, that's pretty much it. Uh, the, uh, yeah. Uh, dumbass, Nova, you, dumbass Nova yells Avengers Assemble. And, uh, do you like Miles on this team with a whole bunch of 616 people? You know, I mean, Miles is the only redeeming thing of, of the Ultimate Universe at this point. So yeah, I don't I, it doesn't yeah. bother me. He, I mean, he has a couple of lines. There's not a there's not a whole lot to Miles's appearance in this, and I got a feeling he's going to be relegated to a to a bit character. But it sounds like a better team than the All New Ultimates. Well, I mean, anything's a better team than the All. Yeah, I'll give you that. Uh, per, what's your grade on it? I, I'm going to give it a B. I mean, it's not bad. It's only six pages, so I mean. Yeah. What's your biggest pro and your biggest con? Uh, pro, I think the artwork's pretty pretty good actually. I I, I really yeah. like how they draw um, Miles. Um, I just like Miles's costume. It's simplistic. Uh, yeah. It's very much the Alex uh, Alex Ross design run, like a negative of that particular costume or Alex yeah. Yeah, that Alex Ross uh, movie costume. If you guys remember that? Yep, I do. And so uh, you know, I, look, I, am I going to pick up all new, all different Avengers? I dropped it when Hickman joined because I thought, oh crap, I need an encyclopedia to understand this. So I'm good. <laughs> um, we'll see how it goes. Uh, Wade's been hot and cold with me lately, so so I mean, I liked his Daredevil stuff for the most part. But, but his Hulk was bad. His Hulk was bad, and well, and then yeah. uh, I think we reviewed the Daredevil issue where Black Cat and Spider-Man crossed over, and we all yeah. gave it, you know, two middle fingers. Uh, for double F's, but you know, um, but was that the one where Kevin said he gave it a double F because he felt double F'd? Uh, that, that, that was, that was, I think that was either shed or that was omit. Oh, shed. God. Yeah, we were both double F'd on that oh, one. Oh yeah. yeah, I think it was. I think it may have been omit. Hornacek will probably be able to sit there and be like, "This is what it was." Ha <laughs> ha. Type 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 type. type, type. All right, we good for that one? We are good for that one. All right. Ashley, we got three issues of Silk. All right, bring it on. Is this the last books? These are the last three <laughs> books of the 20-plus books. Oh, my God, are we wrapping it up? Yeah. You are You are the closer. Oh a, we've only been recording for two and a half hours. No pressure <laughs> There's no pressure at all or anything. <laughs> I feel so much shorter now that, I'm, uh, that I jumped in for the last hour of it. Let me Let me put it this way, Ashley. <laughs> Let me yeah. put it this way. I, and I don't. I don't want you to feel pressured by this. Uh-oh. But uh, with your last three reviews here, the uh, the the length of the show depends entirely on you now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I feel so powerful. So we can go. You know, we can make this. It can be like a four and a half hour show. It can be you know three and a half hour show. Man. I need to start coming up with my own stories now. Silk B, Silk Four. You, you, B, you just, you know what? If you were just like making shit up on the fly, <laughs> it would probably be more interesting than what than what I'm actually hearing from these things. Well, except for uh, I liked it. She never. George, has there been any that. book that you that you have heard the review and you're like, yeah, I might pick only that the up. ones that and I actually book? did the review for. The, just the twenty nine nine. That's the only thing you're interested. All in. All the rest right? of it sounds like a bunch of. Craptastic garbage. I'm not gonna lie. 
I remember I, I've been sitting here this entire time thinking I remember when 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 Marvel comics were good and they didn't suck and they didn't suck. like would you you could explain something to somebody and they'd be like oh yeah that sounds like an interesting story or well you know it's not my cup of tea no this sounds just flat out ridiculous it's when I so much of this stuff just sounds like crap. I, I take it your jump to shark moment was when the human when I told you the human torch became the sun and revolves around Batman, right? <laughs> my, my, jump shark, my jump to shark moment was my jump to shark moment was when Peter Parker took his mask off and said, "Hey, world, I'm Peter Parker." It's all it's been downhill ever since then. So, 07, George checking ever since I've been there. Um, here, let me do that question around the horn before we well, Zach, is there anything that uh, you you heard that you're like I didn't buy that, but I might pick that up? Uh-huh. Not particularly, no. No. I'm, Mike, how about you? Um, hmm. Um, yeah. Um, I'm kind of, I'm, well, other than the ones I've been getting, I mean, it's not, it's, um... So, yeah, meaning no. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I, I actually think I, I, I wanted to get Ultimate End, I just haven't been able to find it. Yeah, I mean, uh, okay, yeah, that's probably the more, that's just more of a curiosity, because you just kind of want to see how Venice is going to just... Put the, yeah. Right. So it's like wanting to look. That. It's like wanting to look at a train, uh, like a train. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Actually, is there any book that you've heard that you, you're like, I might pick that up? Well, there's there's the all new, all different Avengers, which makes me feel like I can fit in. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think this is probably my last uh, satellite show. Actually. Hmm. Think it. Well, yeah. I mean, you're not picking up anything. I'm not picking yeah. up anything, and I'm not. Yeah, twenty ninety nine is done. And George is yeah. like, peace out, deuces. I'm done. <laughs> Well, we'll see if I can at least sell you on Silk Number Three because uh, there's something uh, we have been waiting. Hang on, a long hang on time. a minute. Future Me wants to talk to you for a second. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, I, I'm going to let Future Me hang on. Hang on. Is it on? Okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This is Trey from the. Fu- this is George from the future. And uh, no. We have flying cars, <laughs> George. Okay, hang on. I'm going to give it back to past George. Hang on. No, do we, do we have flying cars. I need to know. The, no, but by, we have cars, by the yeah. way, about an hour and a half from your guys' time, there's going to be an alien invasion, so just FYI. <laughs> All right, here's George again. Break out your guns. Oh, we have to read 60 Hickman comics okay. to understand it. Uh, <laughs> All right, I'm Silk back. Number two. Silk number two, Ashley. All right. So we open with uh, Cindy creeping through the sewers where she gets uh, set upon by this giant tentacle monster. So it's Japanese porn. I gotta go to Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> that was I'm our back. opening. That was our reel them in quick with the uh, the tentacle monster because oh, if you know, they, they might get they, they might uh their attention spans if they're as short as Cindy's might uh might get lost if we open with the story proper. That's funny. So we return to we flash back <laughs> to two hours and twenty minutes before ish. Like it actually says that twenty two hours twenty minutes ago ish, so I'm glad we're being so precise. I don't really see the point of that, but we see Cindy doing a being a good little intern, pushing books around, and picking up leads on being silk. Where we we get a uh, a recap, a second issue. We're all already getting a recap on just what a. Or can y'all hear me? I hear. Yes. It. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to be paranoid every time now that that no, connection cut out. Okay. But yeah, we're getting a recap already on uh, how she's been trying to, to look for her family and, you know, get her life back together after, you know, her 10 years in isolation and the, um, what felt like 10 years of Spider-Verse. 
So she's just meandering down the streets of New York, kind of looking at a, you know, some some of her favorite places. There's a one of her favorite pizza places that she wants to to revisit, but oh, they're they're closed and they're just going to rent out the space. And she she flashes back to when she and her boyfriend had had their last date and they decided to to end their relationship. And, but her her reminiscing is put to a halt when the tentacle monster comes running down the street on its tentacles, shouting "Hail Hydra, Hail Hydra, Hail Hydra!" <laughs> says "Hail Hydra" three times. That's all we get out of it. So she goes into uh, she busts the trench coat off and jumps at it, starts fighting the tentacle monster, falls down the sewer. And well, what ten pages later, we're back at the beginning. I'm glad we went on that journey. But she manages to to outwit it and you know break free of its grasp, rip it up, and like yeah, you know, she she's got scratchy hands now apparently. But she tears it up, stands triumphant, and triumphantly crawls out of the sewer where she triumphantly squeezes the nasty seawater out of her hair just in time for her old ex-boyfriend that we just flashed back to to see her coming out of the sewer. So they have an awkward little, oh, you know, uh, what are you doing? She she lies. He almost catches her, and uh, she manages to distract him by talking about how pretty he looks. But it looks like he is already engaged, and so she has that awkward little, you know, that that disconnect, you know, that... These people have moved on with their lives, and I'm still trying to put mine back together. So she's returns home, you know, after getting a shower, and just sulks on her bed, moping about, uh, you know, just what is she doing with her life? But it looks like someone is watching her, and you know, they're saying that they've got a sample of her blood, and they're ready to, uh, to, you know, move to the next step of their plan, whatever that is. But uh, she's not too much later. She's back in the city, swinging through. But um, look who it is! It's uh, the I can't even remember what he's called. I just she calls him the Pokemon. So that's all I can remember it by. Pokemon. The dragon <laughs> thing. Pokemon. Yeah, <laughs> we're going Pocket Monster here. Whoa. And that's all that happened with that issue. <laughs> wow! What's a what's a Pocket Monster? Pokemans. That's what the internet calls a uh, Pokemon. It's and and Ashley immediately goes to Pocket Monster. <laughs> That's what it's short for. Oh, wow. It is? Yeah. It is, really? I didn't know that. That is sick. Well, it's Japanese. Japan, that makes sense. Japan likes splicing words together. Like, you know, the, the SNES was called, not the SNES, the NES was called the, the Famicom because it was a family computer. Wow. Famicom. So that, that that's a thing they do often in the language. They just splice words together. So that's where Pokemon this came from. I'll be. So mystery solved. Yes. <laughs> and everyone was really wait. Are my snorts? Like, is someone stealing my thing here? No, that was the, <laughs> stop yeah, it. The, stop <laughs> it. <laughs> <laughs> so for those listening at home, those shots do not count because that was on Ashley. So right. <laughs> exactly. Only take a shot when Ashley, the real Ashley snorts. That's You'll right. know when I do it. <laughs> well, is that the end of the issue? That's it. That's that's all that okay. happened. What's a grade for you? Um, I just gave it a, a B. Yeah. It wasn't it wasn't great. It wasn't bad either. I like I'm liking the art. I'm liking, you know, I'm liking this kind of wandering feel to it. She's you know wandering through the city, wandering through her memories simultaneously. I just I like the the flow and the way that it's set up. It's really um. It's 
It's almost like a different character when it's written by who's writing right. it again. It's a, a writer is Robbie Thompson. It's like a totally different character as opposed to what Slot writes. Yeah, she's she's so much more interesting. There's a lot more depth yes. to her instead of just being, oh, yes. I'm so cool. Look at me. I worry about nothing. I'm just like there, there's more to her under that. She's got, you know, she's she's just a sense of um she's lost. Like she's got kind of this this hopelessness to her. You know, she's which um yeah. What's the, what's the biggest con for you? Biggest con? Well, like like we said, like this, it, it kind of ends with the resounding meh. You know, like oh, it was very a very sudden end. You know, she finishes the fight there, and not in the cool Halo sense. Like it's just it's done, uh, and we're just suddenly oh we're we just jump back to uh, the the dragon thing so we can have a you know a, a cliffhanger. It feels like they couldn't figure out how to end it. And then, as far as this thing with uh, this, these mysterious figures with the uh, the Hail Hydra tentacle monster, you know, they have their they have her blood sample. Uh, two issues later, and we have that hasn't come to any kind of fruition. It almost feels like they forgot it. So, probably, I mean, it's probably <laughs> all not the world's right. ending. What you gonna do? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> wait until it ends again. Doing <laughs> <laughs> about a year. I know. Mm-hmm. We'll reboot it again. All right, soap number three now. Moving on to. Uh, uh, an issue that was rather dreadfully anticipated by me, because as soon as I saw Black Cat on the cover, and with what I knew about Silk from Spider Verse, I was just like, "Hell no! They're not gonna do to Peter what they or do to Felicia what they did with Peter as far as Silk was concerned." I was, I was ready to, to, to buy a copy of the. No, I didn't even want to buy it. I wanted to download it, so I didn't spend my money on it, and print it out, and cut it up, and put it in the toilet. And take a picture of it and post it on the crawl space to show how I felt about it. Wow. But thankfully, that we didn't have to come to that, and it was much better than I was thinking. The series actually actually picked up much much more. Um, it's, it's just it's much better than what we were expecting. Okay, there you go. So uh, we're jumping right into the you know, continuing from that ooh cliffhanger. Where she's attacking the uh, the dragon thing. Mm. I'm still trying. I'm trying to remember if it had a name or not. Oh, uh, Dragon Claw or something. Dragon Claw, yeah, something. I like I think that. something <laughs> like it, that sounds about right. But he wants revenge. That's Pokemon thing. enough. Yeah, Pokemon <laughs> dude. That's what she calls him. So he's Pokemon dude. He says that you know he ru- she ruined him. He's a joke. When I'm like he's. No, he looks like a, uh, uh, like a mishmash of fan art of Pokemon and gargoyle. So I wouldn't, I don't think, I don't think she's what turned him into a joke. But she, uh, he manages to smack her down, and throws her into the dumpster, and throws a car on her. And she, sees, she was like, oh, this is the end. You know, I've, I've got a car thrown on me. How am I going to get out of this? She's about to black out, but she flashes back to uh, Ezekiel, who had been her. Former uh, martial arts trainer, I believe, yeah. if, I'm, if I'm remembering that correctly, and how he's explaining to her, you know, we have to, uh, you know, we have to pretty much put you in isolation for the good of, uh, you know, all spider kind. And she stands up. She finds the strength again to, you know, to push the car off of her and, you know, really give uh, Dragon Dude a beat down. She, she actually uses her. Um, 
her webbing snags it onto his wing, then just drops and lets gravity and you know her the momentum from that just rip his wing right off with in this kind of really grotesque like semi organic you know cybernetic you know we have like these little tubes sticking out and it's kind of fleshy looking it's pretty grotesque so again <laughs> Japanese porn <laughs> sure yeah we're, we're going with the gore porn now we're we're catering to all sorts of um uh, tastes here. So he crashes down. She goes full berserk on him. No, I'm not going to say full berserk, but she 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 uh she lets loose on him. It's like just with all of the the hopelessness and the 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 anger that she's been feeling, it kind of you know comes to the surface, and she really gives him a, a beating and takes that out on him. And he you know you know eventually is like you know please stop you know this is you know she she's taking it too far and she she lays off and just, you know, has a real talk with him. We find out that he's just in this because, you know, he's trying to support his kid because, you know, the, the mother left and he's just trying to, uh, to, to you know, make ends meet. He's just a desperate man with, with no options. So we, we have that humanization. Then she finds out, oh, he's, uh, he's working for a black cat. And so she, uh, oh, Silk, savior of us all, manages to not only be better than Spider-Man and, you know, have all this other stuff, she manages to pull a job for this guy out of thin air, too. He's like, hey, you're going to go work for Alchemax now, one of the leading companies in the city. So, yay! Uh, yeah, uh, probably should have steered him toward there, but, you know, considering what's who's in charge of that place. But, oh, that's <laughs> going to end well. Yeah, I think... Uh, <laughs> I think Felicia would be infinitely preferable to uh, uh, Tyler or Tiberius. I can't remember which one it is. But either well, of she was, she was a secretary for the mayor for like a second. Hopefully. Yeah. For Mayor Felicia? Jameson. Yeah, Felicia was. Okay, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's right, yeah. Mm-hmm. Peter David picked it up whenever he brought her in uh, one of his other titles. But, yeah. Uh, X Factor, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Mm-hmm. Minnewinnie, she's uh she checks the guy, you know, is checking up on the guy. When in drops uh, Felicia to to scope out, you know, this uh, new blood infringing on her territory, and she gives her the the sassy tall, gives her, you know, says, you know, pretty much I'm going to show you how it's really done. This is how you, uh, I don't know, this is how you be a woman in the Spider-Man franchise. <laughs> and she she attacks her. You know, trying to say, you know, it's like, yeah, this is, you know, I've I've had enough of you. You're, you're getting to be kind of annoying. You know, we're just, I'm just going to, you know, take care of you and kind of feel her out at the same time. And then, like, page 18 on my computer, it says here, I have this beautiful shot. It's beautiful. And she's, Felicia kicks the shit out of Phil. Smears <laughs> <laughs> her across the page. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. Like I've I've been enjoying Silk. Like actually enjoying Silk in these in this inner in her series here. I have too, yeah. But like she had this coming. Like ever since <laughs> last year with all that, you know, BS about fast and smooth and strong like Silk. Um this this was cathartic. This I'm going to to copy this and blow it up and frame it above my mantle. Did you cry salty girly tears? <laughs> I may have. I may have. 
Okay. They are delicious. <laughs> <laughs> Your own tears were delicious. <laughs> wow, that's <laughs> hardcore. Well, they were they were wow. joyful there, George. I mean, if they were salt, I if they were salty joy tears. Yeah. That's a great line. My tears of joy. <laughs> I love that. That's very normally nice. when we say the tears were delicious, we're talking about someone that we we someone else dislike. <laughs> you know, oh, man, and, and we say your your salty tears sustained me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's but cool. here Ashley's like, no, I lick my own face <laughs> so, so I can taste the sweetness of this I'll, moment. So what you're saying, so what you're saying then, Ashley, is that uh, Silk's Mary Sue uh, cred has just been completely squashed at this point. Oh yeah, yes, it just. Lost a few teeth there. Oh, good. And then um, <laughs> this this panel's for you, Brad. We get to see another application of her her belt. It's apparently now a whip. Uh-huh. And Felicia has been really brushing up on her uh, Mortal Kombat game because she whips shit out of her and just throws her off the building. Did she yell, "Finish, finish her, or finish um, him"? Finish her. Get over she, here. Might as, she might as well have. <laughs> Now, if this had happened in the cartoon, you'd see a flawless victory or something like that, or a video game score pop up. Yes. Yeah, so uh, all I can say is owned. She just slams her in and just just looks over her broken body and says, yeah, you're done. I showed you what's what. (laughs) And I should have an ongoing series, not you. (laughs) Exactly, and uh, uh, yeah. I'll, I'll go into, I'll go into that when I go into the pros. Okay. But we see, uh, we see Mr. Dragon Dude come home where, you know, he's, you know, we see his kid, because uh, humanizing a character means apparently, oh, you got to see, you know, you got to see their apartment, you got to see what color hair their kid has, and look at the, look at the picture that he drew for her, and he, he likes silk too, yay, and isn't that ironic? And but I, I wanted to point out too, we. No one, not, no one got that. Not nothing. That gets nothing. What'd you say? You said, "Isn't it ironic?" And I said, "Don't you think?" Nothing. Oh, it's a rain on your wedding what is wrong day. With that song? <laughs> because it's so late. Is because we've been recording for three hours. I hate something like that. Yeah. Oh, you referenced Lance Morissette. Very good. Yeah. Uh, way, way to catch so... on, Brad. Never try to catch a <laughs> bullet. Welcome back to five minutes ago. <laughs> I want future George back, so he's not such a dick. <laughs> future George is uh, as welcoming as a uh, new alien overlord. <laughs> Praise Doom. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if anyone. I guess I'm the only one here who knows Pokemon since I grew up with it. But the, the, yeah. the I knew I know the. Um, oh God, what was it? No, because I, I watched it one day with one of my nephews, and it was uh, the only thing I liked about it was the Team Rocket people. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Oh, uh, oh Eric Stewart is a fantastic voice actor. I love him. The the Jesse and James, I guess. Yeah, Eric right Stewart now. is James, and he's the one who had way too much fun voicing the character. Because whenever they came on, it was like they were just so straight up rotten. I know. And oh. I was like, I dig these people. They're they're like they're reveling in it. They're like, yes, we're horrible people, and we're proud of it. <laughs> we're stealing from children. <laughs> it was like watching Looney Tunes and seeing the kids from Perfecto. Remember, Brad? No. Back in the day, perfecto, raw, nothing. No one remembers nope. that. No, oh, I'm sorry. I'll just go back to my Borg alcove and shut the f up. <laughs> <laughs> Resistance is futile. <laughs> but yeah, so on the on the little uh, picture of silk that the kids drew, those are actually Bellsprout next to it, which are Pokemon. So ah, okay, cool, yay. But um, anyways, we go to one of uh, Felicia's 
not not her. This isn't her secret lair, but it's one of her um, her uh, uh, partners, I guess. Just he uh, looks like he provides her with you know tech and weapons. You know, it's her supplier, but she's ready to you know she scoped Silk out and she's ready to uh, you know assess the threat and move to the next level and uh, give her a a reminder. Uh, make sure she doesn't forget the whooping she just received. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, um... Silk <laughs> uh. is back at her apartment. You know, Cindy's back there where Peter was waiting for her and is trying to talk to her and say, you know, I'm worried about you. Are you okay? What's going on? Well, too bad. I didn't think you'd listen to me. I brought the Fantastic Four instead so you could have a flaming boyfriend to have a cool cover with next issue. Did he become ah, the sun? Okay. Here comes the sun. Well, <laughs> she roasted some marshmallows on him, so there's there's that. Yeah, so is, right. it, is it now the Human Torch will come out tomorrow? Actually, he's called the Man in the Sun. Is that what... Is that what um, I guess oh my god, he's called the man the same. Yeah, We're going to have uh, Annie in Renew Your Vow sing The Human Torch will come out tomorrow. Yes, and that'll yes, help yes, me right. <laughs> The Human Torch will come out tomorrow. Uh, is it, Bet your Johnny Storm. No, the Torch will come out. So when, Sorry, instead of being, instead of that song Man in the Moon, it's now, it's the man in the sun? No, yes. stop, you're trying to. you run. believe yeah. they, they put, put a man in the sun? Man in the sun. Is that the last issue of Silk? Is that four? Yeah, that, that was three. Torch. That was yeah, three. We got one more left. Here comes the torch. Let's get it out of their system. <laughs> We've been on the phone for like 15 years. I mean, my God. <laughs> Eight years for, uh, oh, for Battleworld. Uh, I'm going to miss uh, this. <laughs> I'm going to miss the satellite show. The satellite show is like, good Lord. I don't think the Internet has as much bandwidth to listen to this episode. <laughs> Oh my god. That ain't, All right. that ain't no shit there, Brad. That ain't no shit. Yeah. Uh last issue of Silk, god right? Damn. Oh, oh. <laughs> I'll go ahead and just give my rating for uh number three. Oh yeah, what was of it? Of course, um I had to give it an A minus. But okay. I couldn't give it anything less than an A just for that glorious kick. And um I really <laughs> love the way that Felicia is drawn with this art style. She just looks so sassy and like so so like I don't know, so full of herself, and uh, she has that whole... I love egotistical characters <laughs> who are narcissistically into themselves. She's so oh, yeah, smug, it's so enjoyable. She's such a bitch, I loved it. <laughs> God damn. So, I want to so, be just like her. Just to reiterate, the star of this book, who is Silk, gets her ass kicked <laughs> in the book, and you love it. Now, now where are the Avengers? Now, now, they just don't um, give a shit about Silk. They know. Uh, now, if, if Spider-Man got his ass kicked and we all celebrated it, <laughs> in his own book. But well, he does oh. get his ass whooped. Well, it's saved every issue, it seems. Yeah. Okay, Johnny Storm is on a date with Silk on the cover, I remember. Yes, I... Yeah. And she's roasting marshmallows off of his head. Oh, this is... <laughs> I I'm this is before he became the effing son? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Uh, oh, those would yeah. be... And I guess he temporarily got his powers back at the end of his own ongoing series. Before before the worlds collided, he decided to go on a date with Silk. <laughs> exactly. Did get, she, a, get did one she, last thing in. Did she look at the torch and say, oh, hey, by the way, uh, before we go any further, you just need to know that you know the, that we, the webhead tapped this. 
<laughs> it actually, uh, there's some awkwardness yeah. to it. <laughs> but so we open with um, Cindy's running some simu- some training simulations with um in her danger room. What the hell? No, her it's her her danger pod. She's just like in this, you know, like suspended in two. She doesn't oh, that give the a thing that like when when Spidey opened the door that Moreland smelled her from across space. In time. <laughs> no, she's literally like, like, like suspended in this. Uh, Take a shower. She's suspended in this like little, uh, ch- like chamber. It's just like a, a cylinder. What? It's like a board thing. Where does she get this? She's she's at the the Fantastic Four's. You know, oh, okay. The lab. lab. Yeah, yeah. Lab. I'll just yeah. shut up and let you talk. Good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yes, she said good. I love it. <laughs> so anyway, she's uh, she is you know, doing the training simulations against Galactus, which is actually we God. see that Reed's got like this Oculus Rift thing strapped to his head, and he's he's getting to act out as Galactus. And Sue comes, <laughs> Susan comes up and asks him, and is like, oh, "How much are you loving this I right now?" They have um they have some cute little banter there with her being all wifey. And we have um you know, talking about um Ben playing with their kids and so we kinda have that, that family vibe going on established right there. And we have uh Spidey and, and Johnny, you know, classic buddy buddy stuff, I guess. They look happy. But she manages to use her uh I don't know, to to pull the oldest you know, go you know, Empire Strikes Back here on Galactus and just tie up his feet so he falls over. Ooh. Like the at-ats, yeah. I guess this wasn't supposed to be a simulation against actual Galactus because it seems to work fairly well. Yeah. And apparently, I guess they're just getting a sense of her powers and just getting a, you know, kind of a... So, an she, so the black cat kicks her ass, but she holds her own against Galactus? Exactly. <laughs> Mary, Mary Sue's status reconfirmed. That's right. God <laughs> Almighty. Oh, I, mean, I, I guess I guess it's only the men that she can really uh, beat up to a pulp. But but when other when it comes to one other women, different story. Uh, something I wanted to I, I forgot to mention about the last issue. So we have it confirmed. Like, it's been confirmed that Silk is faster than Spider Man. Of course she is. But Why? then we have here Black Cat is faster than Silk. Because she's we, even faster than her and schools her, you know, in that department, too. She's too fast for her. Mm-hmm. But what we don't see is Black Cat being faster than Spider-Man. So that's not how the transitive property works. I don't – I feel like this was just made up. Actually, no one, no one, really no one at Marvel knows that. <laughs> no one working at Marvel right now knows that. Right. I brought up math. I'm sorry. No, it's not, I'm not talking about math. They don't know the own characters that they're writing. Oh, oh, yeah. okay, yeah. It doesn't matter. So long as it fits the story, that's the only thing that matters now. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I keep interrupting you. I, pro- I, blame, I blame Brad. I was trying to make some what kind of... What the hell? I'm trying to get through this 15-hour show. <laughs> I was going to make some joke about not knowing math and with the comic sales, the number of comic sales, but I'm just, I piece that together right now. So just there's, it's out there. Someone, I, I leave it to someone else in your capable hands. But she's uh, she's discussing with Reed just you know what exactly is going on with her. She's like you know is it because I've been radiated? Is that why I'm out of whack? Which this is the first time we've seen this, and it just screams dumb to me. Like why would you think that? And she tells him uh, 
Spider or you know, Peter had revealed to him just how long she's been in isolation. He he kind of uh, spilled the beans on that, and she she eventually she reluctantly tells Reed that she'd been all by herself for ten years, which is shocking. This is the most shocking thing that Reed has ever heard. And, um, I don't know. I don't think it really warrants that reaction. Yeah. He then starts pulling this, this pulls this crap out of his ass, just saying, "Oh, you." Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, that was too literal. But um, it says, does, "Oh, does, have... when Reed craps, is it like stretchy?" Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Everyone listening to this right now, you've taken the time to download this off of the iTunes. <laughs> Or you're listening to it off of the, the Crawl Space front page. And let me just say this. for And I'm going to speak for everybody right now. I am sorry. I am so sorry. That the longer answered. That, that this is veered off into, into potty humor. I apologize. I know this is not... This is not the no level shit. that no you shit. expect. No. The, Great, because I was about to say that Reed's. So I guess Reed's droppings is like brown flubber then. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh he crap! Reed craps flubber. Oh my <laughs> god! Flubber <laughs> bell. Oh wow! Flubber you know, bell. Summer be your class out. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, okay. What does the things poop look like? That's <laughs> right. <laughs> And if if the invisible woman goes, can you even tell? <laughs> stop it, Douglas. Stop it. Nah. What about Just stop it. Just... No, 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 what about no, no. no. <laughs> Fantastic Wait, shit. Wait, talk about something else. Uh, talk about Muppets or titties or something. <laughs> Quick, somebody. Hey Brad, I I've read some Miss Pictures. Fantastic four bowel movements. Coming up next. Oh my God! Go I ahead. I don't know how I can say the rest of this review from. That. <laughs> I think we're done. <laughs> oh. 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 Let me breathe. All right. <laughs> well, he goes and uh, comes up with this rather absurd, draws this absurd conclusion. I feel that that he believes that uh, what's been causing, uh, you know, what's at the root of Cindy's problems right now, her aimlessness and her, you know, lack of purpose is due to anxiety. Which From slot writing her. No, sorry. Right? <laughs> That'd be more akin to PTSD. Right. Oh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm the hater. <laughs> oh my God. Hey, George, why uh, would you say something like that? Wow. Oh, I'll get blamed for it. <laughs> I'll take all that. Post, post-traumatic Dan. Oh, my God. Wow. Post-traumatic, yeah. PTSD. Wow. Oh, yeah. I have to say, I don't know where they're getting this diagnosis from. They start really wanting to push, oh, Cindy has anxiety. And we almost get this, this, this PSA vibe where, like, her friends are talking. She's talking to her friends later, and she's like, do I seem anxious to you? And just like, oh, I'm cringing. Like, that's. Did they have yeah. a talk later on the beach and talk about, you know, not feeling fresh? And about how... <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, no, stop. stop. And you're the hater. Stop. You're the guy who's like, I wonder what the thing's poop looks like. I don't want to hear from <laughs> Go jump in Lake Virginia or whatever the hell it it's is out there. It's crapping time. <laughs> Actually, no, it's slobbering time. Oh. <laughs> oh <my. laughs> 
The thing no, actually, actually says it. Remember the prodigal uh, in thinking that it would tone us down. I warned y'all. I warned y'all. Wow. Oh, shit. I know. Then it comes back. I'm segueing right now. I'm se- yeah, I'm going to yeah. channel this into the review. So she All right. walks back into the room, and Ben says it's slobbering time, and <laughs> preparing their meal. To which okay. she 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 just walks right up and and just gives Peter a sucker punch, just smacks him upside the head. Hooray! For, for nothing, because <laughs> his offense was uh for for talking to. You know, a professional, you know, expressing concern about her and talking to a professional and someone he thought who could help her and just say hey, anything that, that doesn't ship these two characters anymore. I'm all for so. <laughs> but um, so the, the the response to this to the sudden act of violence in their home is, well, that's one way to deal with all this, and I think I like her. <laughs> so uh, apparently, it's just normal to randomly hit someone for a, a perceived slight. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's okay for a gal to do it to a dude. Exactly. It's, and it's, Peter just stands there. Just, comical. Stands there looking like a sad puppy saying, I just wanted to help. <laughs> and, uh... Parker Luck. Yeah, Johnny tries to come in and smooth things over, and they talk about the Hobbit. I don't care. But, uh, Silk starts to feel uncomfortable <laughs> and goes out to leave and just take care of her own her own problems. Did she and, stop and say, hey, Johnny, I'd like to go out with you? Unfortunately, my pheromone, every, every part, every inch of my body is screaming to hump this dude, Peter. Apparently <laughs> <laughs> she's on the flip side of her cycle right now. But, she just wants to beat him. But if you could, her spider cycle. If you could look past the fact that I'm constantly wanting to jump Peter's bones, I, oh, I think man. we could really have fun together maybe uh, seeing a movie. Apparently that's been completely written out. There, there are no pheromones. There's no spider pheromones. There's no. I can't get enough of this dude that I just met. Well, wait. How did that, that go away? Because that was. What happened with that? It, it's gone because something just because meant magic? to be. Magic, the good kind of magic. Yeah, it's sloppy. Right? <laughs> it's sloppy, but. For something that didn't even need to be there in the first place, well, I don't care. The, the writer is ignoring what Slot made them do. Yeah, exactly. but at the same right? time, it's like... It's, is it's it a like, real loss? It's, it's another thing where Marvel... No, <laughs> yeah, it's not, not a real loss, It's another I thing agree. where Marvel's like, well, we don't have to explain it. Well, we can just say she's on the other side of her spider cycle, and she's just going through the PMS right now, and she Jesus. just wants... She's just uh, really angry at him. PMS stands for Parker... Min- Never mind. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So Johnny, you know, right as she's about to leave, says he's you know, like, "Hey, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask you out." And you know, Parker, Peter's been trying to, to prevent this from happening all night. To, and he's being like really protective of Silt, which I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw this one to you, George. I'm gonna quote Community here when Annie Kim says to Jeff, uh, to Jeff Winger, he's like, "I don't understand your relationship. Is he your lover or your father?" So we have this weird protective vibe Like is he just trying to look out for her Does he seriously want to go out with her He looks like And in the end we found out a little bit of column A A little bit of column B (laughs) It looks like that's the case here as well But so she agrees to going on the date She um You know she gets back to work Where she you know Jameson tells her like Don't work on a Saturday go be young (laughs) So she she takes that to me And just I'm just going to go rave at this random place we start seeing more of the the anxiety coming up. Like if I was anxious, I couldn't dance because because 
Now they're trying to push like, oh, even everyone can have anxiety. Even you know, you can do normal things and you'll have anxiety. And I'm I'm getting sick of this PSA crap. Like, uh, it's inappropriate. You know, she she has girls. So what you're saying is Silk and, Silk number three needs more black cat. Silk number four. Wrong, oh, Silk wrong, number four needs now. more black but cat. Yeah, My bad. yeah. I, I need or, some or cowbell. I need some sass up here. <laughs> But yeah, so worry. Oh, we have another flashback. She talks to her friends. She's like, "Oh yeah, girlfriend, I'm going on a date," and they're like, "Woo, way to go!" And she's like, "Oh, I, I don't know if I can do it." And they're like, "It's like riding a bike," and we get all that, you know. <laughs> um, they, they actually say that. I'm like, oh, they actually. So they're they're at some they're at some rooftop bar. She's twirling her hair. And they have nothing. They don't even have silverware on. We've lost George. George has officially lost it. It's that time. But they they, uh. they they bail on their dinner, which I think they just snuck into in the first place because there's like seriously, there's just nothing there. They decide to have a um. You know, to, to step it up a notch and, and uh, you know, just suit up and beat up people and bond over that. Cool. That's what, you know, that's the cool thing to do. Yeah. And then, but that doesn't last for long. They just have a one-page date, and then Silk's all like, oh, this was so great. Thank you. I feel so much better. And I'm like, you know. You know, that, that's nice, but we didn't really see any of that. You know, the whole cover was, oh, they go on a date. Yeah, that was like the whole premise for this issue. Two pages. Wait, wait, wait. You, you expected the cover to accurately depict what was happening inside? I expected to see s'mores. I'm disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> and she gets him a little smooch, and he just, I don't know, spontaneously uh, combusts. I don't know if that's supposed to be a uh, metaphor there. <laughs> I'm not going to that. I'm not oh. doing that. I'm not going to bring that evil upon us. Oh, man. So we cut. We uh, finish Premature off. immolation? <laughs> we finish off. Pre- we're almost, premature we are igni- ignition. <laughs> premature ignition. Yeah. We finish off with Black Cat. She's finished suiting up her um, her her minions in this goofy ass gear. They've got like I don't know. They look like I I I don't even have words. They look like biker Charizards. <laughs> that's a Pokemon's. Right? That's a Pokemon. Good job, George. Got no idea what that like means. This, it's a monkey armor with powers. with wings okay. and they they look weird. But she's all uh, ready to go for for phase two of her take out silk plan and be the better character of uh, the series. <laughs> so right. overall, I gave this one a C, just because um, I don't know the the tone kind of kept flip flopping. You know, we had the you know. Just a lot of ridiculous moments, and then it was supposed to be this kind of sweet, sappy moment at the end that we had no build-up to. And, um, you know, it was supposed to feel like a resolution, but I'm like, what is it resolving? It was all off. And then with the ridiculousness of, you know, still, you know, smashing, you know, punching Peter in the face for no reason at all, and everyone's just like, yep, and it's like, okay, no, that's not cool. You can't just do that. We're seeing... I'm seeing more of a slot silk in this issue than anywhere else. Mm, that's not good. Yeah. Oh, we don't, we don't – there's, there's one thing you don't need to see more of, and it's slot silk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. George. 
please. And then the whole crap with the the anxiety PSA. Just I'm like this. It just feels really inaccurate. Like if we're gonna psychologically diagnose her, like that's not what I would go with. Like that's not really anxiety. Maybe she's she's grieving right now, and you know she's you know trying to get back on her feet. But I don't think that's the you know you can really diagnose a, a mental illness out of that. So it it feels like it's coming out of nowhere, and it feels like they're trying to to push some. You know, it's like oh you know go get help and take care of yourself, which, I mean, you, you can do that. There, there's a way to do that, and there's a way not to do that. And this is getting into a yeah. way not to do that territory. That that sounds like a bunch of cons. Is there any, what's the biggest pro of the book? Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> well, it's an average book if you give it a C. Yeah. There's got to be something you liked. Um, nothing, nothing really stands out that much. Okay. Yeah. All right, that oh, is the last. No, there was one pro. Oh, yeah, oh, I liked the Fantastic it. Four and how they they pretty quickly established the the family vibe between them. They're all kind of riffing and you know giving each other crap, but in that that loving way that showed off their bond. So that was... has there been an issue of the of her series where there hasn't been a guest uh, a, a guest of some kind? Two, I think. <clears throat> okay. Maybe. That is the last review. We of did it. Show. Let's go around the horn for final thoughts. Zach, final thoughts, sir. All right, we've killed Zach. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Zach, we've lost Zach. Mike, final thoughts, sir. Well, I'm glad we finished this before uh, Johnny Storm could rise up in the east. Uh, <laughs> 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 uh, but, by the way, you should all bow be down before Doom because you are all wrong. About secret wars. And so no, I'm not going to bow down. Your mind until the Thor's coming to your house. I'm not going to bow down before Doom and Hickman can kiss my ass. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're going to be crapping some things tonight. Uh, <laughs> George, final thoughts, sir. I I didn't realize uh, before we started recording tonight this that yeah this is going to be the last spider satellites that I'm on. I guess so. And You're, that, just amazing. You're picking. Up. I know, and it's. Um, it's weird. I mean, God, Brad, we've done this for so long. Yeah. But my long national nightmare is finally over. Oh, Zach's baby's crying that you're leaving. That, that's uh, uh, Princess Spidey Dude's final thoughts. Oh, Zach, final thoughts. I got a, I got a upset baby right now, but I think oh. we're getting her, we're getting her squared away. But uh, thanks for having me on. Uh, yeah, dude. Thanks for having you on. Us. You're going to be sticking around from here on out. <laughs> you're actually yeah. buying things. Exactly. Well, we'll see. Next, we'll, see next, we'll see how that goes next month with the wife. Next recording of this episode will be a lot less books because we won't take. Oh three my months god! Off. Yeah. No. Never again, yeah, exactly. Douglas. Never <laughs> again. Never again. Ashley, final word from you. I'm. I'm. I'm glad I, I had to pull all this together in like less than an hour today. So, I. I. I came and I conquered. There you go. There you go. Well, let's not oversell it. <laughs> I mean, you were okay. We, we, we can do some critiques. We can do some critiques for you there. Actually. Of course, I of course I could always oh, we could always finish this off by finding by basically what the human torch basically um, you know poops out. I think I I, I kind of I am kind of sad though because yeah. we're not doing the cartoon thing anymore. Uh, I'm no. not going to be doing this anymore, and I'm like, dude, I I feel my world is less somehow. 
Fight we got to come it. up with something else. To do. Well, no, I mean fight we still have the we still have friendly night fights. It's just you know mm-hmm. I, I feel a little. I, I won't get to discuss horrible comics anymore. Like, well, you will just have to buy a horrible comic, George, so you can be. Yeah, it's show. not happening. <laughs> and here's the thing, you know, and I'm going to have a moment here. Some of you younger folks may not know about this, but I know Brad probably does, and probably McNulty. Um, during the 1996 presidential election, after the after Bill Clinton had had won re-election and defeated Bob Dole. David Brinkley uh, on uh, ABC News. Oh, I, I think I, I remember this. Yeah. Um, Peter Jennings asked David Brinkley what he thought uh, about about the re-election and everything, and, and Brinkley thought he was off mic. He, he didn't realize that they were on the air. Brinkley was pretty old. He'd already retired at that point. Mm. And, uh, and Brinkley just let off. I mean, lit Clinton <laughs> up like a candle. And even I've never heard and this. even threw up and even threw out a goddamn on air. <laughs> <laughs> and and Peter, Peter Jennings was taken back, and Peter Jennings <clears throat> looked at him and said, "David, we're we're still on the air." And Brinkley was like, "I'm retiring. What the hell do I care?" Basically, it's like, <laughs> you know. And, and so now that I've said that, I mean, now that I've explained that that, that Brinkley moment, mm-hmm. um, which was made even funnier when he interviewed uh, Clinton like a month later. Um, I'm going to say, you know, I, it's weird for me because, you know, I'm someone who've, who's followed Spider-Man since he was a kid, and I've had times where I, I've stopped reading because, like, you know, of terrible things like the Clone Saga. Uh, and I, you know, I stopped, I even stopped buying uh, after uh, one more day, remember? Um, I didn't even read Brand New Verse for the longest time. Yeah. And, uh, and in fact, I still haven't read a whole bunch of it. Um, I stopped reading after I, uh, I had to quit the site because of work. If it wasn't for the podcast, I wouldn't be reading it anymore because most of it is crap. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I'm going to say this. I've always liked Marvel more than DC, always, since I was a kid. And I mean, that's, you know, I, I liked uh, Batman a great deal when I was a kid, you know. But I... I'm at a point now, and, and I've been thinking about this a lot today after JR kept saying it last night. You know, it's just, it's, I, I'm over it, it's moved past me or whatever, you know. And I'm done, I'm never, I mean, aside from Amazing Spider-Man, which I have to, to do for the for the site, I'm never, I don't think I'm going to buy another Marvel comic again. I'm, I, I've, and I've been, it's been hitting me all day, you know, it's like, because I'm, I'm not reading, uh, I'm not going to be reading 2099 anymore. I mean, aside from, you know, just Amazing Spider-Man, I'm done. I'm done with what if, what if David comes back with another number one Spider-Man 2099? You're going to pick it up? I've reviewed it for the site, and I talked about it on here, yeah. But, I mean, that'd be the only thing. Yeah. I mean, it's still – it's just Marvel is so off the rails ridiculous now. You know, it's like they're trying to outdo DC. Mm. And when DC decided to go, you know – you know, full full special, I guess, for for a better term, like the term. You know, um, so it, it's just so much of this. Just, I mean, like I've listened to this now for like three hours, and every bit of this just sounded like goofy crap. <laughs> you know, yeah. And it's just, I'm at a point now where I'm just like, this is terrible. This mm-hmm. is just really bad. Event comics have ruined comics. Mm-hmm. So, oh. and I and I. I'm just, it, it's a weird, I don't know, it's a weird, it's just a weird moment for me. 